We're going to begin by looking at a verse in Proverbs, Proverbs 4, verses 20 through 22. The Bible says, My son, attend to my words, incline thy ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life to those that find them, and health to all their flesh. The Hebrew word here for health in verse 22 is medicine. God's word is medicine to all our flesh. The Isaac Lesser's translation of Exodus 15 verse 26 reads, I the Lord am thy physician. And so the medicine that the great physician prescribes is his word. Now many make the mistake of substituting belief in healing for the actual taking of God's medicine, His Word. They say, I believe in healing, but really don't take the medicine. What good would it do you to believe in food if you didn't eat it? Well, you'd starve to death. What good would it do you to believe in water if you didn't actually drink any water? Well, you would die of thirst. God's Word is His medicine. And there are several parallels between God's medicine and natural medicine. First of all, God's Word is a healing agent, just as natural medicine is a healing agent or a catalyst. In other words, the medicine itself contains the capacity to produce healing. God's Word contains inherit within it the capacity the energy, the ability, the nature to affect healing in your body. Psalms 107 and verse 20 says, He sent His word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. The Fenton's translation of this verse says, He sent out His word and it healed and from their corruption it freed. Psalms 4:22 says, For they... His words are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Isaiah 55 and verse 10 and 11 says, The word of God will accomplish what it was sent out to do. The word itself contains the power to produce what it says, just as when God said, Let there be light, and there was light. Healing scriptures contain within them the capacity to produce healing. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12 says, The word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing even the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. The Weymouth's translation of Hebrews 4.12 says, God's message is full of life and power. The Jordan's translation says, uh, God's word is alive with energy. The Knox translation says, God's word to us is something alive, full of energy. The key to partaking of the life and healing energy in the word is feeding on it until it penetrates your spirit where it deposits that life and energy. Now the second thing that... Uh, God's word is like natural medicine is, we might say that medicine is no respecter of persons. It will work for anyone who takes it. 
So it is not a matter of God willing or not willing the healing of any individual, but whether or not the individual will receive healing by taking the medicine that produces it. And then the third thing uh, is, and this is really one of the most important things, is medicine must be taken according to the directions to be effective. Some medicine labels read, take internally, others say take externally. Well, to take it on your body externally, when the directions say to take it internally, will not work. To take it after meals, when the directions say take it before meals, will reduce its effectiveness. To take it once in a while, when the directions say three times every day, will mean limited results, if any. No matter how good the medicine is, it must be taken according to the directions or it won't work. And so it is true with God's medicine. It must be taken according to the directions for it to work. The directions for taking God's medicine are found in Proverbs 4, verses 20 and 21. Attend to them, my words, incline your ear to my words, don't let my words depart from before your eyes, but keep my words in the midst of your hearts. We might say that attending to the word and inclining your ear to them and keeping them in before your eyes causes them to get into the midst of your heart. Notice this, it is only as they get in the midst of your heart and stay there that they will produce healing in your body. Head knowledge and mental ascent won't work. They are going to have to penetrate to your spirit through meditation, through attending and hearing and looking and muttering and pondering them to produce healing in your body. But once they do penetrate, they will surely bring health to all your flesh. The Living Bible says, let them penetrate deep within your heart. You can see again that God's way of healing is spiritual. Power is ministered first to your spirit, then distributed to your body. God's medicine must be taken internally. Listen, instead of wondering whether you have enough faith to be healed, just take the medicine. Now I'm going to give you a list of scriptures and I want you to feed on them several times a day, repeating them over and over again to yourself. The medicine itself will work if you will let it get down inside of you. And lastly, remember that it takes time for medicine to work. Most people give natural medicine a lot of time and patience and money to work. They take the prescription back for refill and more refills. They are diligent about it. They don't just take one dose and expect a miracle. Well, keep taking God's medicine and give it time to work. Take your medicine by saying these scriptures to yourself. Think on what you're saying in your heart and then use them in praise to the Father. His word is medicine to all your flesh. Now, I'd like to begin in Exodus, the 15th chapter, and verses 25 and 26. And it says, He cried unto the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree, which when he had cast into the waters, the waters were made sweet. 
And there he made for them a statute and an ordinance, and there he proved them and said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and wilt do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments and keep his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. The New English Bible says, I, the Lord, am your healer. The Lesser's translation says, For I, the Lord, am thy physician. The Basic English translation says, I am the Lord, your life giver. Rotherham translation says, I am Yahweh, thy physician. Young's translation says, I, Jehovah, am healing thee. The Smith and Goodspeed translation says, For I, the Lord, make you immune to diseases. The Knox translation says, I, the Lord, will bring thee only health. Now, I want you to say this after me. God is speaking to, to me now. He is saying, I am the Lord that healeth thee. He is watching over this word to perform it. He is the Lord that healeth me. He is healing me now. This word contains the ability to produce what it says. He is the Lord that healeth me. He is healing me now. His word is full of healing power. I receive this word now. I receive the healing that is in his word now. Healing is inherent in God's nature. God is in me. My body is the temple of God. My body is the temple of the Lord that healeth me. God is bigger than sickness and Satan. God is dwelling inside of me now, healing me now. The Lord that healeth me is my shepherd. I do not lack healing. My body is in contact with the Lord that healeth me. My body has to respond to God's healing life and nature at work in me now. Healing is in God and God is in me. I thank you, Father, because you are my healer and you are healing me now. Now Exodus 23 and verse 25 says, Ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee, and the number of thy days thou shalt fulfill. Now the basic English translation says, And give worship to the Lord your God, who will send a blessing on your bread and on your water. And I will take all disease away from among you. The Goodspeed translation says, I will free you from disease. The Young's translation says, I have turned aside sickness from thine heart. The Knox translation says, And I will keep sickness away from thy company. Now I want you to notice the word I will, that it is the strongest assertion that you can make in the English language. And so I want you to say this after me. God is speaking to me now. I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. God is watching over this word 
performing it in me now. He is taking sickness away from the midst of me. I worship the Lord my God who takes sickness away from the midst of me. Goodbye, sickness. The Lord is taking you away from the midst of me. Thank you, Father, for taking sickness away from me. I thank you for doing what you said. Now Deuteronomy chapter 7 and verse 15, And the Lord will take away from thee all sickness, and will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt which thou knewest upon thee, but will lay them upon all them that hate thee. Now say this after me. The Lord is taking away from me all sickness. His word contains the ability to do what it says. His word will not return void, but will accomplish what it was sent to do. The Lord is taking away from me all sickness, every trace of weakness and deficiency. Sickness is going out of me now. Thank you, Father, for taking away from me all sickness like you said. Now Psalms 30 in verse 2, O Lord my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. Now say this after me, I believe I have received my healing. Thou hast healed me. I don't consider what I feel. I believe I am healed. Thou hast healed me. Now Psalms 42 and verse 11 it says, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance, my God. I refuse, now say this after me, I refuse to be cast down or discouraged. I am the conqueror. I will yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God. Father, I praise you because you are the health of my countenance. Now Psalms chapter 91, verses 1 through 6, and then also verse 10. First of all, verse 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The Amplified Version says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. The Lesser's translation of verse 1 says, He who sitteth under the secret protection of the Most High shall rest under the shadow of the Almighty. The New World translation, Anyone dwelling in the secret place of the Most High will procure himself lodging under the very shadow of the Almighty One. The Byington translation says, One who lives under the Most High screen lodges under Shaddai's canopy. The RSV translation says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High, who abides in the shadow 
of the Almighty will say to the Lord, My refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. And then verse 2 it says, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him will I trust. Uh, the basic English translation of verse 1 and 2 says, Happy is he whose resting place is in the secret of the Lord and under the shade of the wings of the Most High, who says of the Lord, He is my safe place and my tower of strength. He is my God. The Knox translation says, He who lives under the protection of the Most High, under his heavenly care, content to abide, can say to the Lord, Thou art my support, my stronghold, my God, in whom I trust. And then verse 3, Surely he shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. The basic English translation of this verse says, He will take you out of the bird net and keep you safe from wasting disease. The Good News Bible says, He will keep you safe from all hidden dangers and from all deadly diseases. The Beck translation says, He will keep you safe from all hidden dangers and from the deadly plague. The Knox translation it is he that rescues me from every treacherous snare and from every whisper. Verse 4 says, He shall cover thee with th his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Uh, another translation says, Sheltered under his arms, under his wings, nestling, thou art safe. His faithfulness will throw a shield about thee. His faithful promises are your armor, the Living Bible says. Then verse 5, Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day. The Knox translation says, Nothing shalt thou fear from nightly terror. And then the basic English translation says, You will have no fear of evil things of the night. Verse 6, Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. And then the last, uh, different translations of that last part there says, Or of the diseases which take men in the dark. The Beck translation says, The plagues ravaging at noon. The New American Bible says, Nor the devastating plague at noon. The New English Bible says, Or the plagues raging at noonday. The NIV says, Nor the plagues that destroy at midday. The Lesser translation says, Nor of the deadly diseases that wasteth at noon. These are the things that God has delivered us from. And then verse 10, There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. The New English Bible says, No disaster will befall thee, no calamity will come upon your home. The Knox translation says, There is no harm that shall befall thee. Goodspeed translation says, No disaster will befall you, nor calamity come near your tent. The good news says, 
and so no disaster will strike you, no violence will come near your home. The Fenton's translation says, so sickness will not approach you, and they will not enter your rest. Now I want you to say this after me. I am abiding under the shadow of the Almighty. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that healeth me, is my refuge and fortress against disease. His word is my shield and buckler against sickness. I'm trusting under his wings. And there is healing in his wings. Malachi 4.1 I'm not afraid of disease. I'm not afraid of sickness. I'm abiding under the shadow of Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that healeth me. No plague shall come nigh my dwelling or my body. I resist sickness and disease. I refuse to accept it. It's not mine. I refuse to be sick in Jesus' name. Sickness cannot trespass in my body. Sickness, and then name your sickness. You can't come nigh my dwelling. I refuse you, and I resist you. And then I like to read Psalms 103, verses 2 and 3. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, and who healeth all thy diseases. The New English Bible says he pardons all my faults and heals all my suffering. The basic English Bible says he takes away all your diseases. The Young's translation says, who is healing all thy diseases. Now say this after me. The, Bless the Lord Jehovah Rapha, O my soul. Blessed be God the Father. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I thank you. Praise you for your benefits. You forgive all my sin, all my faults, all my failures in disobedience. You heal all my diseases. I thank you for it. Healing belongs to me as part of the new covenant. Healing is my redemptive right. Thank you, Father, for healing all my diseases. You see, I just want you to see this. A benefit is a condition of a contract, not a bonus thrown in extra at the discretion of the employer. Healing is a part of our covenant right, praise God. Now, Psalms 107 and verse 20 says, He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. The Moffat's translation says, He sent His word to heal them and preserve their life. Lesser's translation says, And delivereth them from their graves. Fenton's translation says, He sent out His word and it healed, and from their, their corruption it freed. Now I want you to say this after me. He sent 
He sent out his word and healed me. His word heals me and delivers me from my destructions. His word frees me from my corruptions. God's word contains God's ability to perform what it says. His word is healing me now. His word contains his healing power. His word is working in me now. He has sent his word and healed me. And then Proverbs 4 and verse 20 through 22 again. My son, attend to my words, incline thy ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. The Living Bible of verse 21 says to let the word penetrate deep within your heart. Uh, verse 22, the Knox translation says, Let a man master them, my words, for they will bring life and healing to his whole body. The Lesser translation says that the word will bring health and healing to all his body. Rotherham's translation says, uh, to every part of one's flesh they bring healing. Now I want you to say this after me. God's word is health to all my flesh. His word is medicine to my flesh. I am the Lord that healeth thee is medicine to my flesh now. I will take away from thee all sickness is medicine to all my flesh. I will take sickness away from the midst of thee is medicine to my flesh. The word of God is full of the life of God. That life is saturating my spirit. God's life and healing power is in his word and his word is at work in me now. The Word of God is depositing the life of God and the healing of God into my spirit. That life and health is spreading out of my spirit into every tissue and pore of my body. It is creating soundness and health. My body has no choice but to respond to the healing in the Word. That healing is being absorbed into me now. And now I'd like to read Proverbs chapter 12 and verse 18. There is that speaketh like the piercing of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. Moffat's translation says, A reckless tongue wounds like a sword, but there is healing power in thoughtful words. The Good News Bible says, Thoughtless words can wound as deeply as any sword, but wisely spoken words can heal. The Basic English Translation says, There are some whose uncontrolled talk is like the wounds of a sword, but the tongue of the wise make one well. I want you to say this after me. 
My tongue makes me well. I have what I say. I say the Lord is my healer. I say he takes sickness away from me. I say no plague can come nigh my dwelling. I say he healeth all my diseases. What I confess, I possess. My words make me well. There is healing power in my words, for they are God's words. I speak health to every muscle, tissue, and fiber and cell in my body. I release God's healing power with my words into my whole body. Healing is mine. And now Proverbs 17 in verse 22, it says, A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a spoke broken spirit drieth the bones. Good news, Bible says, being cheerful keeps you healthy. The Goodspeed translation says, A happy heart is a healing medicine. Basic English translation says, A glad heart makes a healthy body. Moffat's translation says, A glad heart helps and heals. The Jerusalem Bible says, A glad heart is excellent medicine. A spirit depressed wastes the bones away. The Knox translation says, A cheerful heart makes a quick recovery. It is crushed spirits that waste a man's frame. Fenton's translation says, The best medicine is a cheerful heart. Rotherhand's translation says, A joyful heart worketh an excellent cure. And then the Living Bible says, A broken spirit makes one sick. Now I want you to say this after me. Start out by laughing. Say, Ha, 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 ha. I have a merry heart. Sickness can't dominate me. Satan can't dominate me. What do you think you're trying to do, said devil? You can't put sickness on me. And then laugh again. Ha, 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 ha. Even if you don't feel like it, make yourself laugh. Ha, 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 ha. I have a merry heart. I'm full of joy. A merry heart works like a medicine. God's medicine is working in me. And then Isaiah chapter 53, verses 3 through 5. First verse 3. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Lesser's translation says, he was a man of pains and acquainted with diseases. The basic English translation says, He was a man of sorrows marked by diseases. Rotherham's translation says, He was a man of pains and familiar with sickness. Now verse 4. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. The Lesser's translation says, but only our diseases did he bear himself, and our pains he carried. 
the basic English translation says, but it was our pain he took, and our diseases were put on him. While to us he seemed as one diseased on whom God's punishment had come. Another translation says, Surely our disease he did bear, and our pains he carried. Rotherham's translation says, Yet surely our sickness he carried, and as for our pains he bare the burden of them. The Byington translation says, But in fact it was our sickness he was carrying, our pains he was loaded with. Goodspeed translation says, Yet it was our sickness that he bore, our pains that he carried. And then verse 5, But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Lesser's translation says, Through his bruises was healing granted to us. Rotherham, by his stripes there is healing for us. Another translation is, The chastisement to give us soundness came on him, and by his stripes we got healing. Moffat's translation, The blows that fell to him have brought us healing. Good news says, We are healed by the punishment he suffered, made whole by the blows he received. The Young's translation says, By his bruise there is healing to us. And the Amplified Version says, The chastisement needful, to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. And with the stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. I want you to say this after me. Surely he hath borne my sickness and diseases and carried my pains. He took my sickness on himself and carried my pains. He bore them and carried them away to a distance. I don't have to bear what he has borne for me. I refuse to bear what he has borne for me. Satan cannot put on me what Jesus has borne for me. By his stripes I'm healed. By his stripes I got healing. By his bruise there is healing for me. His punishment has brought me healing. Healing has been granted to me. With the stripes that wounded him, I am healed and made whole. I am made whole by the blows he received. My diseases went to the cross with Jesus and died with him there. Satan, you're visiting the wrong one. Jesus took my sicknesses, and by his stripes I am healed. Malachi 4 and verse 2 says, But to unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. Now say this after me. The Son of Righteousness has arisen, having conquered sickness and Satan. And there is healing in his wings. That healing is beaming into me now by his word. 
I am trusting beneath his healing wings. Now let's come to the New Testament in Matthew, the 8th chapter, and verses 2 and 3. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Now, a Jerus the Jerusalem Bible says, A leper came up and bowed low in front of him. Sir, he said, if you want to, you can cure me. Jesus stretched out his hand, touched him, and said, Of course I want to. Be, be cured, and his leprosy was cured at once. The Wade translation says, If you have the will, you have the power to cleanse me. Jesus said, I will be cleansed. The Jordan translation says, Sir, if you really wanted to, you could heal me. I do want to be healed, Jesus said. The Phillips translation says, If you want to, you can make me clean. Jesus said, Of course I want to be clean. The basic English translation says, Lord, if it is your pleasure, you have the power to make me clean. And he put his hand on him saying, It is my pleasure, be clean. The Knox translation says, Jesus said, It is my will. The Fenton's translation says, I am willing. Uh, other translation says, I am desiring it from my heart, be cleansed at once. Now say this after me, God wants me well. Healing is the will of God. God is at work in me right now to will and do His good pleasure. That's Philippians 2.13. Healing is at work in me now. Now Matthew 8 and verse 16 and 17 it says, When the even was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word, and healed all that were sick, that it might be fulfilled what was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. The Amplified Version says, He himself took, in order to carry away our weaknesses and infirmities, and bore away our diseases. The New English Bible says, He took away our illnesses and lifted our diseases from us. The translator's New Testament says, He took away our illnesses and carried away our diseases. The Jerusalem Bible says, He took our sicknesses away and carried our diseases for us. Moffat's translation says, He took away our sicknesses and our diseases He removed. The New Life Bible says he took on himself our sicknesses and carried away our diseases. Uh, the Berkeley translation says that he carried off our diseases. Now say this after me. Himself took my infirmities and bare my sicknesses. He carried away my sicknesses. He carried away my, dis my diseases. He took them away. He bore them away and removed them.
Disease is not mine. Healing is mine. I refuse to bear what Jesus bore for me. I refuse to take what he took for me. Satan, you cannot put disease on me. For Jesus took my infirmities and bore my sicknesses. I refuse to accept sickness. I will not tolerate sickness. Sickness and disease is totally unacceptable. I refuse to accept it. Jesus bore and I refuse to have them. Praise God. Now Mark chapter 5 verses 25 through 34. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood twelve years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing better but had rather grown worse when she had heard of Jesus came in the press behind him and touched his garments for she said if I may but touch his clothes I shall be whole now another translation uh, verse 28 says for she kept saying if I can only touch his clothes I shall get well another translation says for she kept saying if I touch even his garments I shall be made whole and then verse 28 9 it says and straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? Now another translation of verse 30 says, And Jesus also was immediately aware that power had been drawn from him. Another translation says, Jesus, becoming conscious that the healing power within him had been in active operation, turned about. Goodspeed translation says, Jesus instantly perceived that healing power had passed from him. The 20th century translation says, Jesus instantly became conscious that there had been a demand upon his powers. Praise God. This woman made a demand upon the power. And then in verse 31, Jesus asked in verse 30, Who touched my clothes? In verse 31, And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitudes thronging thee, and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had been done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. Verse 34, And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Another translation of this verse says, Your faith has made you well. Another one says, Go and enjoy your health free from the trouble that was your scourge. 
Another translation is be, says, Be entirely free from thy disease. Now say this after me. Her faith made her whole. My faith makes me whole. I have faith, for I am a believer. I believe I receive my healing. And my faith makes me whole. The power that raised Christ from the dead is at work in me. My faith puts that power into active operation in my body. Disease has no choice and no chance for survival in my body. The power that raised Jesus from the dead is at work in me. That power is irresistible. It is greater than sickness and disease. You have been freed from your weakness. World's translation says, Woman, you have been loosed from your infirmity. And the Condon translation says, Your bondage is at an end. And then verse 13, And Jesus laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. William says, At once she straightened herself up and burst into praising God. The 16th verse says, And Jesus said, Ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan hath bound, lo, these eighteen years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? The Wade translation says, Ought not this woman, a descendant of Abraham, as she is, whose power of movement Satan has fettered actually for seventeen years, to have been released from such fetters on the Sabbath. Another translation says, For eighteen years Satan has fettered this woman. Is it not right that she should be liberated from her fetters? Another translation says, And as it is, at, and is it not right for the daughter of Abraham, who has been in the power of Satan for eighteen years, to be made free on the Sabbath? Another translation says, But this woman, a daughter of Abraham, who has been in bondage of Satan for eighteen years, should not have the right to be released from her bonds because it is the Sabbath. Now I want you to repeat this after me. Satan can't bind me with sickness. I have been delivered from Satan's dominion and translated into the kingdom of God's Son. Sickness is ungodly. Sickness is of the devil. Satan, you can't put sickness on me. Who do you think you are? You are a defeated foe. Jesus stripped you of your authority over me. You can't do this to me. I resist you in Jesus' name. I am delivered and I am free. I have been loosed. I am no longer fettered. I am now rid of my infirmity. My bondage is at an end. It is right for me to be completely free. 
for I am a child of Abraham. And according to Galatians 3, 14 and 29, Abraham's blessings are mine. Healing is part of the covenant. I am under the covenant. Healing is mine. Healing belongs to me. It is my rightful possession. I have a right to be released. Satan, I demand my rights now. Take your filthy hands off my body. And now Acts 10 and verse 38, it says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Moffat's translation says that Jesus healed all who were harassed by the devil. Uh, NIV says that Jesus healed all who were under the power of the devil. Another translation says he healed everyone in the devil's clutches. Another translation says, curing all those who were under the tyranny of the devil. Another translation says, healing all that were overpowered by the devil. Another translation says, curing all who were crushed by the power of the devil. The Jordan translation says, God equipped Jesus with the Holy Ghost and power who passed through our midst actually acting nobly and healing all all those who were lorded over by the devil. The Phillips translation says, healing all who suffered from the devil's power. Another translation says, Jesus passed through as a benefactor and healer of all those who are tyrannized over by the adversary. The Amplified Version says that Jesus healed all that were harassed and oppressed by the power of the devil so I want you to say this after me <clears throat> sickness is oppression of the devil Satan can't oppress me with sickness for I have been delivered from his authority Satan can't oppress me I have authority to tread on Satan and demons and all the power of the enemy I tread on sickness. Satan, you can't lord it over me with foul disease. You can't do this to me. Sickness, you can't do this to me. You are visiting the wrong one. Healing is mine. The power that raised Jesus from the dead is at work in me. It is healing power because he is the Lord that healeth. Healing power is at work in me, and I am free. Now Luke chapter 10 and verse 19, Jesus said, Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Another translation says, I have given you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and all the might of the satanic foe, and nothing 
will harm you in any way. Knox translation says, I have given you the right to tread on serpents, scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy. The Amplified Version says, Behold, I have given you authority and power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and physical and mental strength and ability over the power that the enemy possesses. And nothing shall in any way harm you. The Condon translation says, Yes, I have given you power to trample every evil underfoot, to counter all the might of the enemy. Nothing whatever shall harm you. And the authentic translation says, I have indeed invested you with power to stamp on snakes and scorpions. Now say this after me. Sickness is a power of the devil. I trample on all the power of the devil. I trample on disease. I stomp on disease. I trample on all the power of the devil. I tread every evil underfoot. The Lord Jesus Christ himself gave me authority over all the power of the enemy. I have authority over the sickness. Sickness, I trample on you. I tread upon you. I stomp on you. Get out, get out, get out. You have no right to dominate me. Get out of my body in Jesus' name. Sickness and disease, you are under my feet because I am seated with Christ above all the power of the enemy. That's Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 6. Now Romans 8 and verse 2. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. The Knox translation says the spiritual principle of life has set me free in Jesus Christ from the principle of sin and death. The translator's New Testament says, For the principle of spiritual life in Christ Jesus has liberated me from the principle of sin and death. Amplified says, The law of our new being has set me free from the law of sin and death. Then Romans 8 and verse 11 it says, But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his Spirit that dwelleth in you. The Way translation says, If the Spirit of God, of him who raised Jesus from the dead, has its home in you, then he who raised the Messiah, Jesus from the dead, will thrill with a new life your very bodies those mortal bodies of yours, by the agency of his own spirit, which now has its home in you. Goodspeed says, If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead has taken possession of you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give your mortal bodies life through his spirit that has now taken possession of you. Praise God. Now, say this after me. The Spirit of God is residing in me. 
The Spirit of God is making His home in my spirit. The Spirit of Jehovah Rapha is in me. He is giving life to my body. The Spirit of the Lord that healeth is creating life and supplying, supplying life in my body, making it whole. The life of Jehovah is being applied to my body by His Spirit who dwells in me. The life of God drives out every trace of sickness and disease. The life of God is destroying disease germs in my body now. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 13, 15, 19, and 20 Meat for the belly, and belly for meats, but God shall destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for fornication, but it's for the Lord, and the Lord is for the body. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ, and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you? which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Now say this after me. My body wasn't made for sin, but it was made for the Lord. My body was not made for sickness, but it was made for the Lord. My body is a member of Christ. My body belongs to Christ. Satan cannot make Christ's body sick. Satan, how dare you trespass on God's property? Take your hands off God's property in Jesus' name. My body is the temple of Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that healeth. He is in me, healing me now. For he is the Lord that healeth me. I have been bought with a price. Jesus' blood cleansed me from all sin. And by his stripes my body is healed. I glorify God in my body. I refuse to allow disease in my body in Jesus' name. You foul disease, take your hands off my body in Jesus' name. Now, Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13, it says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Another translation says, Christ ransomed, up, ransomed us from the curse of the law, by taking that curse upon himself for our sakes. The one translation says, Now Christ bought us off the curse of the law at the cost of being a curse for our sakes. The 20th century translation says, Christ ransomed us from the curse pronounced in the law. Weymouth's translation says, Christ has purchased our freedom from the curse of the law. Now, we want to go back to Deuteronomy chapter 28 
and we want to look at what the curse of the law is. And we'll begin with verse 21, and uh, this is what the curse of the law is. The Lord shall make the pestilent cleave unto thee until he hath consumed thee from off the land, whether thou goest to possess it. The Lord shall smite thee with a consumption, and with a fever, and with a inflammation, and with an extreme burning, and with the sword, and with blasting, and mildew. And they shall pursue thee until thou perish. The Lord will smite thee with the bosch of Egypt, and with emeralds, and with scab, and with itch, whereof thou canst not be healed. The Lord shall smite thee with madness, and blindness, and astonishment of heart. The Lord shall smite thee in the knees, and the legs, and with a sore botch that cannot be healed, from the sole of thy foot unto the top of thy head. Then the Lord shall make thy plagues wonderful, and the plagues of thy seed even great plagues, and of long continence, and sore sickness, and of thy seed even great plagues, and of long continence, or continuance, and sore sickness, and of long continuance. Moreover, he will bring upon thee all the diseases of Egypt, which thou wast afraid of, and they shall cleave unto thee. Also every sickness and every plague which is not written in this book of the law, them will the Lord bring upon thee until thou be destroyed. Now say this after me. Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. The curse of the law is found in Deuteronomy chapter 28. It is the curse for breaking God's law. It includes sickness, as these verses have shown. Christ bought me back and set me free from the curse of the law. Sickness and disease is a part of the curse of the law. Therefore, Christ has set me free from sickness. I am liberated. I am ransomed. I am free from disease. I am redeemed from every disease written in the curse of the law. Now, I want you to say this after me and put your disease... Uh, when I come to that part, say this, I am redeemed from, and then mention your particular disease, whether it be cancer or, or whatever it is, I am redeemed from cancer. I am also redeemed from every disease that is not written in the book of the law. Christ has redeemed me, bought me back, and set me free from all sickness and disease. Now in Ephesians chapter 4, it says, Neither give place to the devil. William says, Stop giving the devil a chance. The Barclay translation says, Give the devil no opportunity or place in your life. The translator's New Testament says, Do not give the devil a chance. The Jordan translation says, Don't give in one inch to the devil. Now say this after me. I refuse to give the devil a place. 
sickness and disease is of the devil, I refuse to give place to sickness and disease. Satan, you can't put that on my body. You can't, I say no, and I mean no. No sickness or plague comes nigh my dwelling. You have the wrong address. I will not give in one inch. Satan, you have no place in my body. You can't do this to me. I won't have it. It's unacceptable. It is not mine, and you cannot give it to me. You have no place in me or my body. I belong to God. Sickness, you have no choice but to go because I'm not giving you a chance. Get out now. Now, Colossians chapter 1 and verse 12, it says, Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Goodspeed says, Thank the Father who has entitled you to share the lot of God's people in the realm of light. Berkeley says, who has qualified you for your share in the inheritance of the saints in light. Rotherham translation says, the Father hath made you sufficient for your share. The Living Bible says, the Father has made us qualified to share all the wonderful things that belong to us who live in the kingdom of light. Now say this, under, say this after me. I am qualified, entitled, worthy, and able to partake of my inheritance in Christ. Healing belongs to me, according to Psalms 102 and verse 3. I refuse to be beaten out of my inheritance. Colossians 1, 13 and 14 say, Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Goodspeed translation says, By him we have been ransomed from captivity. The way translation says, In whom we have our ransoming, the remission of our sins. The the Smith translation said that he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us into the realm of his dear son. The plain English translation said he has freed us from the power of darkness and carried us away into the kingdom of his beloved son. The Connie Bear translation says, for he has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Wade translation says, For God has rescued us from the dominion exercised by the, spirit, by the powers of spiritual darkness and transferred us to the dominion of his son, the object of his love. The Living Bible says, For he has rescued us out of the darkness and gloom of Satan's kingdom and brought us into the kingdom of his dear Son. Now say this after me. I have been delivered from the authority of darkness, 
I have been delivered from Satan's authority and dominion. I am free from Satan's dominion. Sickness is of the devil. Satan cannot dominate me with sickness and disease. Satan, I've been delivered from your authority. You can't put sickness on me. I have passed out of your jurisdiction over into the kingdom of the Son of God. I am a citizen in the kingdom of Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that healeth me. I have been transplanted into the kingdom of his Son. Now James chapter 4 and verse 7, it says, Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. The Barclay translation says, So then, accept the authority of God, take a stand against the devil, and he will run away from you. The New English Bible says, Stand up to the devil, and he will turn and run. The Wish translation says, Stand immovable against the onset of the devil, and he will flee from you. The Basic English translation says, Be ruled by God, but make war on the evil one, and he will be put to flight before you. Now say this after me. I submit to God. I submit to the will of God. I accept the authority of God and his word. I submit to God's word. I resist you, devil. I resist disease. You can't do this to my body. Get out. Remove yourself. You must flee from my body now. And then James chapter 5 and verse 14. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he hath committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Verse 15. Confess your faults one to another, and pray one for another, that you might be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The basic English translation says, And by the prayer of faith the man who is ill will be made well. The Wade translation says, And the prayer offered in faith will restore the sufferer to health, and the Lord will raise him up from his sick bed. Now say this after me, The prayer of faith has made me whole. The Lord is raising me up. I cannot stay down. I believe I received when I prayed, and my faith makes me whole. I believe I have received my healing. Now, 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 24, it says, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. The 20th century translation says, By his bruisings was your healing. Now say this after me, by his stripes I was healed. Healing belongs to me. I was healed 2,000 years ago by the stripes Jesus bore. By his stripes I was healed. I'm not trying to get healing. I've got healing because by his stripes I was healed. Now, 1 Peter chapter 5 and verses 8 and 9 says, 
Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour, whom resists steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. The Barclay translates and said, You must resist him with a rock-like faith. Wish translation says, Stand immovable against this onset, solid as a rock in your faith. Amplified version says, Be firm in faith against his onset, rooted, established, strong, immovable, and determined. So say this after me, I stand immovable against sickness in Jesus' name. I refuse to accept it. And then 1 John chapter 3 and verse 8, it says, He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. The Amplified Version says, The reason the Son of God was made manifested was to undo, destroy, loosen, and dissolve the works the devil has done. The Young's translation said he, that he might break up the works of the devil. The basic English translation says, And the Son of God was seen on earth so that he might put an end to the works of the devil. The Wade translation says that he might neutralize what the devil has done. The Wish translation says that he might bring to naught the works of the devil. The Jordan translation says that he might break up the devil's doings. The Jerusalem Bible says to lead a sinful life is to belong to the devil. Since the devil was a sinner from the beginning, it was to undo all that the devil has done that the Son of God appeared. The Phillips translation says, Now the Son of God came to the earth with the express purpose of liquidating the devil's activity. The concordant translation says that he should be annulling the acts of the adversary. Now say this after me. Sickness is a work of the devil. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. Sickness has been dissolved, broken up, annulled, undone, liquidated, as far as I am concerned. Jesus put sickness to an end for me. The activities of the devil have been liquidated. And then 3 John, and there's just one chapter in verse 2, Beloved, I wish above all things thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. Say this after me, I am prospering and I am in health even as my soul prospers. Because it is God's will for me. God is at work in me to do His will and pleasure. Jehovah Rapha is at work in me, healing me. Now, Philippians chapter 2 and verse 13, it says, For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of His good pleasure. So say this, 
God is at work in me. Jehovah Rapha is at work in me, healing me. He is the Lord that healeth me. Greater, your God is greater than the devil. Healing is greater than sickness. God is at work in me, healing me. Now Mark, the 16th chapter, verses 17 and 18, it says, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. The Barclay translation says, These are the visible demonstrations of the action of God which will accompany the life of those who believe. By using my name, they will eject demons. The Moffat's translation says, For those who believe, these miracles will follow. The translator's New Testament says, Wherever men believe, these signs will be found. The Wade translation says, By the use of my name they will expel demons, they will speak rapturously in strange languages, they will place their hands upon invalids, and they will re be restored to health. Now say this after me. The name of Jesus is greater than sickness. Jesus conquered sickness and disease. In the name of him who conquered sickness, sin, and Satan, I command disease to leave my body. Satan, you take your hands off my body. I cast you out in Jesus' name. You cannot do this to my body. In the name of Jesus, I am free. Now, John chapter 14, verses 12 through 14, it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Now, say this after me. The name of Jesus takes the place of Jesus. Jesus is the resurrected healing Lord. In the name of Jesus, I command, I command disease to leave my body. My body is healed in Jesus' name. His name, through faith in His name, gives me perfect soundness. I'm healed in Jesus' name. Now, Acts chapter 3 and verse 16, it says, In his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom ye see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Now, say this after me. His name... Through faith in his name has made me whole. Gives me perfect soundness and makes me strong. The name of Jesus is greater than sickness. 
All that he is, is in his name. All he did is in his name. 